are the things that in the dance industry no one talks about. You know, help the next generation of dancers out. Are trying to make it in the professional dance world and they are not happy. Post-graduation, trying to figure it out. It's like our calling. Human first, dancer second, y'all. Start conversation because it doesn't just end by listening to a podcast. We're all relating to each other. You know, peace with food, having a healthy relationship with food in your body. Other people out there that like feel the same way that I do. Plot the twist. biggest plot twist is I'm not dancing right now. Hey y'all, this is Riley from the Dancer's Choice Podcast, wanting to hop on because our intro got cut. So, wanted to hop on and give you guys an actual intro. Welcome to the Dancer's Choice Podcast. Dawson will be hopping on here in a second. I'm in the middle of editing and realized our recording got cut. You'll find out later down the episode that it was a Monday. It was a very, very big Monday. Uh, the computer was giving us some issues, but don't worry. We still delivered an episode. We've got a great one in store for you this week. So we're going to be breaking down all the things we wish we knew before college, before starting a college dance program, conservatory program. So this is great whether you're an active student in college right now, even if you're an alum, you know, we kind of relived the past this week. So whether that's a good thing or bad thing to you, you decide. Um, a good little reflection episode for y'all. And then if you're a junior or senior in high school, you know, looking at college programs, deciding if you want to dance after high school, how you want to dance after high school, if you want to take that into college with you. This is a great episode. We both really wish that we had educated ourselves a little more and hadn't been so stubborn in trying to research a little further. So hope this is a great episode no matter where you're coming from, whether you're a dance major or not. Uh, lots of lots of good things in here. So I'm going to leave it at that and now take you right into the episode. Okay, let's get straight into it. Um, both of us can agree on yeah. this. I'm not going to really count them, but I guess the first point is specifically for dance majors too. I wish I was more educated on the difference between a college program, like a big state school program and a conservatory program. So to give a little background, I started at IU. So Indiana University, Bloomington, I was going to double major in nutrition and dance. So I did the contemporary dance program there. Uh, did not like it. I mean, all my love to the people I danced with. It was a great community. I felt at home, but I also did not feel at home and just the dancing and the technique and just the classes were not for me. I felt very unfulfilled. And once again, like what works for me may not work for someone else and what works for someone else may not work for you. So just know that like everyone has a different experience and this isn't, you know, bashing on what choice you went to, but I started with a college program, wanted to just double major. I was very burnt out in my senior year. So I wanted to, you know, go still get my degree in dance, but also get my degree in something else. And by the time, you know, Thanksgiving break rolled around, I knew I wasn't happy, but I told myself I was going to get through Christmas, still wasn't happy doing it. And then come January, you know, I procrastinated a lot. I was like, I need to get out of here. I need something more intense. So then I was looking at conservatory programs a lot more higher intensity dance, you know, you're dancing all day long, a lot more versatile. Whereas I mean, I did choose a contemporary route, but you know, the way it looked on the outside was you had the ability to take different electives and different classes and more jazz and hip hop and, you know, extra tap or what have you. Uh, that wasn't the case for the program I had chosen and the conservatory definitely would allow you to do more intensity. And it was after my, you know, first semester of college, I realized I didn't want to stop dancing that much. You know, I wanted to pursue it professionally. So that's why I chose to go to a conservatory program, but it's with that, that I realized it, 
I don't want to say impossible because a lot of people did it, but especially when it came to transferring and this will go on tangent, I'm going to try and hold it all back in, uh, wasn't able doing the conservatory program. It's a lot harder to double major. So at the state schools, it's easier to double major conservatory programs. It's a lot more difficult to double major mm-hmm. because the intensity of the dance and how much you're doing it is so much greater than a state school. So little senior year in high school, Riley did not want to educate herself, let alone mm-hmm. didn't have the resources to educate herself on the difference. Chose blindly, chose because I was in a rush to hit the deadline of committing to a school and ended up transferring. So I wish I had been a little more educated and had not been so stubborn to educate myself. So this kind of goes out there for anyone. And I, yeah, Dawson, step on it. Yeah. See, that's the thing is I didn't even know that there was like a difference between a conservatory program and like a college dance program. Like to me, like I was so uneducated on the entire world that I didn't even know that there was like a difference. Like to me, like if a school had dance as a major like it was just like a dance program like there wasn't like I didn't even know that like a conservatory was classified differently from like something at like IU or like at like Arizona State University like whatever that school is right like I didn't had no idea and I think like for me and my experiences I just didn't Mm -hmm. have like any um direction or anyone to kind of like guide me through it and I don't think I, like, gave myself enough time to, like, actually do research about all of it. Like, I was just, like, I want to dance. And, like, that was pretty much it. But I I didn't, like, solidify, like, a plan or, like, had any ideas. And I know, like, uh, (laughs) my roommate um, and best friend Jen – hey, girl, I know you're listening. Um, She – and we went to the same dance studio. Um, My junior and senior year, we went to the same dance studio. And – she also wanted to dance in college as well, but she like she knew all the different programs and the and the different conservatories and like went and toured them. And here I am, like senior year, like first sem- uh, first semester of senior year in high school, and I'm like, oh wait, like I actually have to like look at things. We're back, y'all. <laughs> we took like a thirty minute break to fix the internet and the pro wow first thing i thought we were gonna have to restart us oh god i know i was really i was scared i I was really scared google chrome (laughs) said it's monday (sighs) oh yeah but we're back back. so let's just let's just get into it you guys didn't know that we left but we did for a minute we left for a long (laughs) ass time but no, we're, we're back. back. It's okay. <laughs> Say a little prayer. We make it to the end of the episode without any malfunctions. Oh my lord! Ooh, technology. Okay. okay. So Let's back go. To we were Where were we? Point number two. Uh, what is something else that we wish we knew before? <laughs> I wish that I had stuck with my initial plan of doing a double major despite the fact that I transferred to a conservatory and it's much more difficult to double major when you are in a conservatory dance program rather than a state school program. I wish I had at least minored, but more so I wish I had stuck with being a double major because at the point I am now post-graduation, I wish I had a nutrition degree or I wish I had some, not Mm. even business. I wish I had something else on a piece of paper to say that I'm not just a dancer. 
even though it would have like it might require you doing night classes and summer classes and every single summer and break you have to take an online class fucking do it you're young you can do it i yeah that is one of my regrets and i wish i had truly known that i think i was told to Mm -hmm. but i was like no i'm not gonna do that once again being very stubborn i really wish i had stuck with the plan even when I transferred to Point Park, I told myself I was going to at least minor in psych, and I didn't do that. Thought I would, yeah. you know, I was able to make a business minor work. I didn't do it. So all I got was a BFA, and we'll yeah, touch on that too. maybe in a later episode, <laughs> but I wish I had something else. So, yeah. I, yeah. Do- I, I also, I agree, I agree with that as well. Like, now, like, I know you're just a, a like recent graduate and I'm also mm-hmm. a recent grad, but like I've had like the whole year to kind of like live in being an adult. And now that I'm not dancing professionally right now and I'm like working and trying to pay the bills and all of that stuff. Um, I also wish that I had gotten either a second degree or that maybe – and I don't, like, regret going to school for dance and being a dance major at all. No. I um, wouldn't trade that experience for the world. No. But. <laughs> I think I, like, grew a lot. I I think that if I did have the opportunity to go back, I think I would have probably done, like, a state school college program double majored or just majored in like exercise science and then did like the school dance team. So like mm-hmm. I would have like went to like a like a university that has like a really good dance team like you know you've got like Ohio State, you've got like Arizona, you've got I don't know, the other ones out there. Bama. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Bama like done that mm-hmm. or even just like FSU because I have friends that are on the dance oh, yeah. team there. Um they have a like they have like Seminole Dance Force, they have like the Golden Girls. I think they're. I have a called. couple friends that did um, that. Yeah. yeah. So like just doing something like that, so that I still like have dance in my life. Um, to that, perform. You know, I, I don't regret right performing. Like I don't regret <laughs> going to school and being a dance major. But now looking at like the rest of my life ahead of me and like career and um all of that, I'm like oh. Maybe yeah. we should have like thought about that a little bit more. So that's just my little takeaway from that. Yeah, it's just obviously I know this is one thing that my parents told me so many times, like have your backup plan of dance, and it's it's not that it's a backup plan, but it would help support dance, even something as simple as a business degree. Because think about yeah. all the dancers that I mean, being a dancer, you are your own business. So knowing how to market, knowing just like the simple business in and outs, and also just your survival job. It's not quote unquote your yeah. backup plan, but having something else to support dancing. Example, the nutrition degree, the exercise science. You can still work with dancers, you can still have a career in dance. But having something else yeah. to help pay the bills. Not saying I want to do a nine to five. Yes. But and I think it's ironic because that's actually where I started college was that double major program, the dance and the nutrition lined up. And then I didn't want that anymore. And now I graduated mm-hmm. and I only have a BFA. And it's like, Riley, you could have, like I said, <laughs> I wouldn't have traded it for the world. I'm in love no. with the people I met there. Like everything happened for a reason. And I wouldn't trade my Point Park experience for anything. But yeah, 
all that being said, I wish I had gone to Point Park and stuck with a double major. Um, I think another thing that we had talked about was, uh, yeah, I guess so this would be point three, um, taking modern classes before college, like being in that realm because, you know, of course, like at a studio, you're always going to have like your ballet and your jazz classes, but something that like, I like for both Riley and I, cause we talked about this, yes. um, at our studios, like we don't have like modern classes. So when like me personally, when I showed up to Point Park and we had like placement day where we had to do like a ballet class, a jazz class and a modern class, and they figured out where they were going to place us into those classes. I was like scared shitless because I was like, mm-hmm. I have never really done modern before in my entire life. I have no idea what I'm doing. Wow. And like, I, I don't know what any of this stuff is, but like everyone else there, like had taken modern and done modern or only went to like a modern studio. And so like they were well-versed and they know who mm-hmm. they knew who uh, Horton was and Martha Graham. And I was like, what the I don't even know what the Horton method is. Like, are you kidding? What the hell is this? I don't know what that means. I'm like, Horton, here's a who? Like, that's me over here. Like, like, I didn't know any of this. Like, I I was a competition dancer. And don't get me wrong. Like, it was great. But I think competition studios should also have their dancers taking modern. Because even just one time a week, you. Right. Like you don't need to compete it because you're not going to see that at competition, but like having them be well-versed in it is like super, super important. Like just as much as you're pushing the contemporary classes, like you should be having them taking modern before you should be having them take contemporary. Yeah. And honestly, this might just be me, but maybe it's an unpopular opinion. As soon as I started taking modern, I felt my body get so much stronger. Yes. I was able to apply those modern concepts into my jazz dancing. Like I actually knew what a contraction was. I yeah. had never felt a contraction in my, my life core. until I took Jason McDowell's modern class. And I was like, this is a contraction. Cause all my teachers growing up were like, and this, we're going to contract over here. And I'm over here. Like, like just hunching my back over. Like I had no idea what a freaking contraction was. I had no idea how to use my core, how to hold my no. core. I'm thinking I'm like sucking in my stomach. No, that's not holding your core, Dawson. Like the way that I would have been able to excel as a dancer growing up in a studio had I had modern. Look at us jazz cons popping off on a tangent about how important modern is. I know you the modern the modern babies from our classes are loving us right now. They're like, like "Aw." Okay, well, we went off there. I was going to also we add in did. that I in addition to modern, I had this as like all in one point. I wish I had done modern and more heels work. I had one ballroom piece all of my competition years. I wish I had mm. done a little more heels, a little more fossy, a little more old school jazz. Yeah a little more actual heels technique before going into college. But like I said, that was my own experience. Dawson really didn't experience that. She had heel stuff her last few years, right? Yeah. So Yeah, my last two years, um, I changed dance studios my junior – into my – for my junior and senior year of high school. And um, she, like, our studio owner – 
had us doing routine like dance routines in um like Leducas and stuff so like I was fortunate enough for that but one thing that I did notice is a lot of people coming in had never like danced in Leducas before so everyone was like showing up and then the teachers were like oh you need like to get heels so everyone's like ordering like the Capizio heels because no one's gonna drop the money on Leducas yet um and so just as much as like we're pushing for like modern and studios like I think that like you should be educating your students um yes. how to dance in heels and that that doesn't mean like oh we're doing a hip-hop class in like your stiletto heels popping your booty like when we're talking about heels we're talking about like dancing in Leducas, like character heels mm-hmm. because dancing yes. in like street heels is like a different thing yeah but um yeah so that is also another thing a lot of people aren't exposed to going into a conservatory program or college dance program Mm -hmm. is dancing in the dukas and like when you're dancing professionally that's all you have that's like the shoe that you're in like unless you're Mm -hmm. dancing like background for like chris brown or beyonce like you're probably in like an like a heel like an actual heel but when you're dancing any other professional contract you're dancing in a laduca Especially even, like Broadway on yes. stage, like it's Laduca. Like cruise ships, it's Laduca. Like it's a character heel. So say, being, you know, it's important. Yeah, and even as a more commercial dancer, training in Laduca heels has helped me feel stronger in the straight heel. Exactly. So I feel like yeah. I've built up the ankle mobility, the ankle strength. Yes. You know, just learning the. F- like I said, the fundamentals, the technique of dancing in a heel. So it's actually easier. And I feel stronger when I do have to transition into a street heel because I had that exactly. training in a Leduca boot and you apply, like I right. said, they're expensive. I get it, but it's worth the investment. And we've talked about that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so moral of the story, train in everything. You think you're training in everything yeah. and you're training in contemporary lyrical ballet, jazz, hip hop. What else am I missing? Don't forget about the fundamentals. Don't forget about the technique. You know, if you're going to a college program, exactly. it's going to be a rude awakening when you don't know what, uh, you know, laterals are. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you oh, want me to do? What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Stepping aside to another point, I feel like this is point four at this point, but we probably mm-hmm. lost track. Let's stay on the competition dance side. We just kind of ventured off okay. there. I've observed it. I've honestly, being 100% transparent, my first you know, two weeks at college, I was this bitch. Competition dance is irrelevant once you go to college. And you have like mm-hmm. you have to understand that when you get to a college program, you're a fresh, freshie. You, like talking about the fact that your studio won nationals is it means excuse nothing. my language excuse my language bullshit. Because so did the girl <laughs> next to you. You no, so literally next to you. She also won first place at nationals because y'all went. There's eight million yeah. different competitions. Right. I love competitions. I work for one. I love them. You know that's where my childhood was. But when you go to college to be flexing that you got a crystal award at said dance competition regional, like no, set your yeah. competition studios aside. Everyone came from a different place, but everyone's studio that they came from is valuable and worthy. And you're not better than the person next to you because you all got accepted into the program. You're on a blank slate. Right. Everyone is equal. So don't yes. walk into a college program with an ego because that's going mm-hmm. to prohibit you from making friends and building connections. And once again, you're walking in as a freshman, you need 
to, you know, have your group, have your support system. And I've, you know, overheard people talking about competition dance and walking, you know, with their noses up because you think you're the shit because of the studio you came from. Well, guess what? You're hitting the reset button as soon as you start college and as soon as you start a program, whether it's state school program, conservatory, dance team, everyone is there for a reason. Everyone got accepted because they are talented. You don't start a program with a hierarchy. Like this person's better than this person. Scratch that. Leave the ego aside. Right. And I'm sorry, but like your professors will also call you out on that shit. So it's better to like get rid of it yourself before you get called out in the middle of a dance class by your professor. Right. It just like yours. It it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. It really doesn't mean anything that like you want everything and anything because everyone that's in that college dance program was the best at their dance studio like yeah. everyone there and That's it's, it's not to say like together. <laughs> like i'm better than her like okay like oh. i had more character heal experience than the person standing next to me but the person standing next to me had taken modern for four years prior and i didn't so yeah. like they have more experience with modern than they do with character heels. So it's like, I'm not better than her because I know how to dance in a Laduca no. and she doesn't, but like she knows who Horton is and ha- knows his technique and knows the Cunningham technique and knows the Graham technique and can do a contraction. Yeah. And I literally can't. So to, to say like, Oh, I'm a competition dancer and I won first place overall. And um, my studio is studio of the year. And so all that's like, okay, else's. that's, Right. Like, so is everyone else's. And so awards don't mean anything when you go to a college program or conservatory program. Like, that was the past and that was great. But now this is like, you're starting over. You're starting from day one. And everyone there was the best at their dance studio. And everyone there is talented. And everyone there is there for the same reason. So... No yeah, one person is better than the other. Everyone brings something different to the table, and this isn't the time yeah. to be proving that what you bring is better than someone else's. It's the time to be learning from each other. It's the time to be exactly. sharing what you've gained from your experience in Los Angeles School of the Arts and what Susie learned from New Jersey Dance Performing Arts Center. Like, you guys are all exactly. coming from different hometowns, different environments, different upbringings. So, take that to your advantage and learn rather than using that as a step stool to competition and comparison. Yes. So there we go. And if you went to Point Park, you know that some people really, really hate competition dance. So if you're in a conservatory, you're going to, you're going to get that rude awakening (laughs) real quick. So we'd rather be the first one to tell you. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Okay. Number five, going to college will not set you back. And you shouldn't waste your time stressing about losing friends or losing connections. Now, this might seem Mm -hmm. very vague. Maybe not. But I know from personal experience, my own thoughts and things I've observed from other friends going off to college is that there's this fear that I'm going to leave. Am I going to lose, you know, whether it's a friend or a mentorship, you know, well, are they going to forget about me because I'm going off to this program or I'm going off to college or I'm going off to a dance school? you know, that isn't in my hometown. Maybe it's something that your competition studio, like for me, my competition studio, no one really went to like dance programs. My eyes, I was like, well, shoot, because I'm not in Nashville, are they going to 
you know, forget about me or is it going to be something I come back and it's weird and awkward? Like you have to know that if you lose a connection because you ventured off somewhere else, then you were supposed to lose that connection. That friendship or that mentorship wasn't supposed to stay in your life long-term because the relationships you have that matter and the ones that are going to support you and encourage you and, you know, add to your life, you won't lose those because you decide to go chase a different dream or chase a new path or go somewhere else for a short time period. And so that's one thing I think I wish more people knew is don't fear that because you are making a big decision for yourself and you're committing to go get an education or go get more dance training elsewhere that you're going to like lose your friends or lose your mentorships or lose your connections because you shouldn't. And those friendships you have, they should be supporting you and encouraging you to take on this next step in this next adventure. And if they aren't, it's okay if you lose it. Like you have to find peace in knowing that you're going to outgrow some people and then vice versa. Some people are going to outgrow you. I have something that did pop into my head actually. So this is a really good one. Um, So this is something you need to know about being, about getting a BFA in dance. You are not getting the BFA because you need a degree in dance to be a professional dancer. You are in college to you were in college to dance because you need to mature as a person. And that is something Amen. that I realized because you don't Amen. need a degree in dance to be a professional dancer. You can no. very well have an amazing professional career without even getting a college degree at all. So you don't need that to be a professional dancer. That's like very different from like like a surgeon. Like, yes, that surgeon needs – a degree for sure or someone that like works in like owns a business like they need a degree in business they need to know like you don't necessarily Mm -hmm. need it but like whatever you know what I'm saying yes you don't need a degree in dance to be a professional dancer so for me I realized that the reason why I went to college was because I needed to mature as a person as an individual Mm -hmm. and I needed time to find myself and find what I liked and find what I didn't like and find what I wanted to do in my future and mature as a person and as a dancer. So I like I could have very well started auditioning for things my senior year of high school and yeah. just went out in the professional world, moved to New York, moved to LA and just like did it at 18 years old. But I would have gotten eaten alive. Yep. Um, I wouldn't have been the dancer that I am today. And I wouldn't have gone through the experiences that I went through in college had I not went to it. So it's mm-hmm. not to say that you need a dance degree to be a dancer. You need a dance degree to mature as a person and to find who you are as a dancer in order to become a professional dancer and feel satisfied with what you're doing as a professional dancer. So if yeah. you're like, do I, when people, like when people always like I would ask me when I say, oh, I'm going to go to school for dance, they're like, well, I don't, you don't need, do you need that to be a professional no, you're dancer? Right, I'm you like, don't. no, I don't, no, I don't need that. And I always used to say, oh, but like it helps like on your resumes. Like, no, it doesn't really mean anything on your resume to have the like degree. you went to a conservatory program. It's like, the, the degree name. is like, okay, 
Yeah, it's the name for sure. And the instructors you worked under. Yeah, it's the name that of the school you went to and then the instructors as well. Like that definitely helps you, Mm -hmm. but it's not like the make or break of whether you're going to book the job or not. Like your talent is what's going to book you the job. And I didn't have the talent at 18 years old to book the job. Some people do. Some people don't. And I didn't. And I needed – the four years to find myself as a person to mature as a person to mature as a dancer you know what Mm -hmm. I wanted to do at 18 is not what I wanted to do at 22 and it opened up the doors of the dance industry and I was able to like see everything that I could have actually like dove into whereas Mm -hmm. when I was 18 I was like there's two options Whereas yeah. now I'm like, there's a million options. There's, now so, I'm like, there's too many. I need someone to like lessen it right. so I actually can exactly. Decide. Yeah. So wow. the moral of the story is you don't need a dance degree to be a professional dancer. But if you are feeling lost and you're unsure of where you want to go as a dancer, going to college for dance is the best thing to do. Closing off that, I, I don't have anything else to add. You've said that perfectly. <laughs> That's it. Mic drop. But yeah, mic drop. <laughs> but kind of going back to the whole degree is college itself isn't about and I know my my dad says he listens to Dancer's Choice podcast. So if he's listening to this, he's gonna come home and say, Oh, I told you so, blah blah blah. blah. So I'm gonna bite <laughs> the bullet right now and say, Okay, yeah, like y'all listen to your parents. Like, they're right. Yeah, I know you don't want to say they're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mom, you were right. I know. Yeah, I know. Like mom, dad, okay, whatever. Okay, so everyone swallow your pride for a second. College isn't about your degree. It's not about what you studied. It's about simply being able to show jobs and companies that you have the ability to learn, you have the capacity to learn, and you have the ability to commit to something for four years. Because think about how many times in school you were like, I'm about to drop out, but you kept going. Showing that degree. Yep. Obviously, to an employer, they probably have a degree themselves, so they know the shit you go through to see that you have a degree and you stuck with it to get that diploma in your hand. Okay, cool. You have the commitment and the discipline to get through a four-year program or what, however long it is. And then in addition, that you're simply a teachable human being. It doesn't matter what you right. studied in because also going on to that, your interests are going to change. And just because I have a dance degree – doesn't mean I can't pursue a different like industry or career or you know field of study so it doesn't even really matter what you got your degree in it just matters that you got one that degree is so much more than what you got your study in because then also right wish I had known this more so before college and I think I did but it clicked once I graduated is You shouldn't be putting so much pressure on yourself on what it is you want to study because by the time you graduate, you're going to have a completely different interest. And what will also be a surprise to you if it isn't already is that your parents are still trying to figure out what they want to do when they grow up. Your parents still don't know what they're doing with their lives. Like my dad is still talking to me about what he wants to do for a career. He has a full-time job, full position, has been with his company for years, and he's telling me what he wants to do when he grows up. So stop putting so much pressure on what you studied or, you know, feeling remorse or regret that you studied the wrong thing because you know Mm. what, you're going to be in 20 years from now and 40 years from now, you're going to be pursuing something completely different. You can always go back to school. You can always 
start your career over. It's not the end of the world. And that's the important thing about life is like it's always and constantly evolving and you as a human being are constantly evolving and you have different phases and different seasons of your life where you're going to be interested in one thing and interested in another thing. So like don't feel bad if like 20 years down the line what you got your degree in is not what you're in right now. Like that's that's okay and like that's normal and that means that you're doing life correctly. Like you're not, yeah. you're not becoming complete. You're not becoming complacent no. and just make going through the motions day to day and not like experiencing what, like you have, you have one life, you have one opportunity to see what the world, which is huge has to offer. And if you stick with one thing, the rest of your life, you're kind of like doing yourself a disservice yeah. in not really fulfilling what life is supposed to be and that's just experiencing Mm -hmm. new things and finding new things every single day okay i have like two last little things and they are so surface level it's kind of funny (laughs) okay so do you have anything else to add before no okay (laughs) i want to see what you have to say (laughs) okay so first one is simply know what cures your homesickness because you're gonna get homesick And if you're trying to figure that out, I mean, obviously you're going to be figuring it out while you're there at college, but know that like, accept the fact you're going to get homesick because I told myself I wasn't going to. Once again, we're learning here as we evolve through the episode, stubborn as fuck, Riley. You're going to get homesick. The day that I started listening to country music to make myself feel more at home was a humbling experience. (laughs) Know that self-isolation isn't always the, you know, um solution to homesickness either Mm. i was always was the you know that was my instinct was to like be alone in my dorm no homesickness is like when you're like for me i know everyone's different but surround yourself with friends and good people when you do get homesick it helps make it a lot easier maybe it's like cooking a certain meal or doing a certain activity i don't know what it is maybe it's just simply calling your friends calling your family back home but for me, I always needed something more than that. So, yeah, find what cures your homesickness. Know mm. what makes you feel comfortable. And that's good. Yeah. Okay, that's do you have something one. else? Um, and I only have no, one I don't more on think my list. So. Okay. Okay. Well, go the for final it. one. I know the freshman fifteen is a big fear, and what if? That should be the last of your concerns, especially if you're a dance major, like freshman 15. No, like your focus and fear should be making sure you fuel yourself and that you actually get food into your body during the class schedule. And I'll try not to get in deep into that because we'll talk about that next week. But just know the whole freshman 15 that's been around for years that you're either going to gain or lose. No, scratch that, toss it, say goodbye to it. That's not a fear we're going to have. The only fear that you should have is whether or not you're going to be able to make it to the dining hall after your lecture. Yeah. So your focus should be fueling yourself. I probably yes. say that in a different form every freaking episode, but <laughs> I know we always seem to like throw it in there every single time. I know, like just, it's just like right away. <laughs> but no, I know that was a big thing for me. I was like, shoot, the freshman fifteen. How am I going to do this? No, y'all, it's fake. Yeah. It's fake. No, seriously. 
It's a lie to scare you. I know, and I hate it. Like we yeah. just need to like throw it, throw it out. Like you should just It'll be more focused on. Hell. Yeah, like you shouldn't be focused on that. Like focus on your school, focus on your education, yeah. focus on being the Having best fun. version of yourself. <laughs> yeah, have fun, be the best version of yourself, and see what happens. Yeah, don't be so. scared of something that hasn't happened. Exactly. So I just had to throw that in there because I know little freshman yeah. Riley was terrified of that. Yeah. It's all a bunch of BS. I know. Whatever. So that's where I can end off. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think this was a good episode. Um, had some really good stuff in here. And I hope that it helps any people that are currently in college or people that are seniors in high school and they're getting ready to do their auditions and applications. Or for some juniors in high school that are listening, don't be Dawson and make sure you uh, don't be um, Riley. Do your research, like be your open-minded. High school, yeah, be open-minded. Don't wait to the last minute. Tour the schools. Know where you want to go. Where you yeah. would want to go. Give yourselves lots of options. Not yeah four options because if you need help call us <laughs> yeah let us know we'll tell you like, where I'm you here. should and shouldn't apply i'll send you a list yeah. i have so many google docs <laughs> yeah so hopefully this helps some people or you just wanted to listen and hear our yeah. take on it that's also amazing too so yeah exactly even if you're in college right now take something away with this you still have time there take advantage of this you know what and share yes share with us what's something you wish you knew we'll put it on the instagram if you made it to the end, we love you. Lots of love. Thanks for supporting us as always. You know the drill. Follow us on Instagram, Dancer's Choice Podcast, TikTok, Dancer's Choice Pod. Rate and review the podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music. It'll help us grow so we can reach as many dancers as possible. And with all that being said, good night, New York. <laughs> Peace out. We'll see you guys next <laughs> week on Thursday. Same time as always. And hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Bye, y'all.